Hey, beautiful. Welcome to the People Pleasers Anonymous podcast. It's the podcast for all the good girls, okay? A, the people pleasers, who are tired of living under the weight of expectation and are ready to rise up and break the chains of oppression. Reclaim the divine right to not just exist, but to thrive in a world where a woman's place is wherever the fuck she wants it to be. Hey, I'm your host, Lisa Blackham, a femme empowerment coach and recovering people pleaser who is passionate about helping sensitive and ambitious women to recover from people pleasing so they can unleash their highest potential and start living their true purpose. Now, if you want more tips, tools and ideas on how you too can unleash yourself from the shackles of people pleasing, make sure you're following me over on my socials at Lisa Blackham Coaching. That's L-E-S-A-B-L-A-C-K-H-A-M Coaching. And that you'll find me on Instagram and Facebook. Okie dokie friends, let's dive into today's episode. Okay, so today's episode of the People Pleasers Anonymous is going to be a little bit different, a little bit of a different kind of version today. I'm not all hyped up and um, preppy and high vibe at all today, and I'm not even sure if I'm going to have any um, takeaways and tips for you to leave this podcast with or for you when you finish the podcast. So, I'm here today because I just need someone to talk to. Um, I've been struggling of late and I'm not okay. And I wanted today to show up today and it's literally taken me, I don't know, 40 minutes to pluck up the courage to sit here and um, talk about what's going on. Um, I do struggle to share how I feel. There might even be some tears in this episode and I might even have to stop halfway because it's lunchtime and my husband will be home for um, lunch shortly and this is not something that I typically talk to him about because much as I love my beautiful husband, we've been together for 25 years, when I get emotional and have big things going on in my life, he finds it really hard to be present for me. And that's kind of been a bit of a story for my life. And I say a story because, you know, it's my perception of how life goes and or how my life has been. And I feel like I have not ever really had people in my life who I can genuinely have a conversation with about how I'm feeling without them wanting to help me. And look, love love my friends, my family Um, to bits and I know that deep in their hearts they want for the best for me but when I have you know an emotional reaction to something I don't always want someone to fix me I just need someone to talk to and so I thought today I need to just talk to someone and why not talk to myself because I'm a really good listener. So I'm basically looking at myself. I've got the video on. I'm looking at myself and I'm talking to myself. But ultimately, I'm talking to you too. So you are being my beautiful listener. And I think this feels safe for me because, 
you can't talk back to me and you can't give me advice and you can't tell me I'm going to be okay and you can't tell me that you know it'll be I'll be fine in a couple of hours and you know I'll get over this and it's just a phase because you know what I know all of that I know that this is just a phase that I've got all the tools in my toolbox to use whenever I'm feeling blue and down but sometimes I just want to talk I just want to talk it out and hear my voice saying the things that I need to say without someone interrupting and telling me what I should do or what I could do or maybe um, where I could go or who I could get help from. You see, I'm not broken. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm just having this, this moment. Well, this moment's been happening on and off um, for a good few months now and there's just this overwhelming sadness at the moment and you know maybe there's a bit of depression there I do I have suffered from anxiety in the past maybe that is what's going on or maybe I'm just feeling sad you know there's lots of stuff that has happened in the past few years and I guess the catalyst really was when my kids left home they both left home at the same time or within a couple of months of each other. Um, one went off to uni and the other one went off to um, find her way, go to study and um, set themselves up in the city. And so I miss them. I miss them terribly and have found that really, really hard because while I wasn't what you call a helicopter mum, I was certainly very involved in bringing them up. I was a very hands-on mum and I still worked, you know, I'm a school teacher. I was a school teacher, so I was working in their schools and going on school camps and running their um, netball programs and involved with the football program, programs and things like that. So I was very much involved in their lives. They still had freedom. They still could come and go and be themselves and, and I encouraged them to, you know, follow their passions and, and do things that um, made them feel good and hang out with people who, you know, respected them and honoured them as humans and allowed them to be themselves. So I very much, while I was, you know, a part of what was going on, I certainly wasn't fixing all their problems for them or, or I, you know, I let them sort that sort of stuff out. But they've gone. It's been five and a half years now and I guess I still miss them. I miss them a lot because my life was so, you know, centered around raising them, you know, 20 years as of parenting. And I know there are many of you out there who spend a lot longer because you've got more kids or you have your children spaced out further and you have the parenting role for, for a lot longer. But I think the shock for me was when they both left at the same time. And I still am still trying to come to grips with it. Now, I don't want them to come home. I mean, I do for visits, obviously, but I don't want them to leave their lives and come home to me. And I don't want to go and live with them either. I, I'm so, so proud of them and what they're doing and the careers they've chosen. I can see that they are loving life and, you know, excelling in what they do. And they're just amazing. I'm so, so proud of them. And I love seeing them and I love catching up with them and finding out about what's been going on and what they're doing and 
you know, what it, where they're heading and what their plans are and all of that. I just love it. It's amazing. Who'd, who'd have thought that parenting could be this, you know, incredible roller coaster? But I guess coming back to why I'm so, so sad and feeling emotional today, you know, I've just been to Perth, just got back from time with them. And of course, that fills my soul and my heart is just, you know, refilled and I love it. And I've come back home to a town that I feel like I'm growing out of. Um, I don't feel like I have a place here anymore. When the kids left, it was like the catalyst for me to go, okay, now I need to figure out who I am and what I'm doing. And I really think that them leaving home was a big part of my personal development journey. While my personal development journey started probably um, 15 or so years ago when I was diagnosed with anxiety, I really started to hone in in the last five or so years um, as to who I am, what excites me, what I'm here to do, which is why I left my teaching career um, after 30 years of being in the education system. It just was not uh, serving me anymore. I felt constrained. I felt like I couldn't do my best work um, with all the rules and regulations. And, you know, they're there for a reason. But there are children in the school system who really need adults who are just there for them to see them, to acknowledge them, to appreciate them and allow them to just be themselves. But we have so many rules and regulations and the kids really do have to be round pegs fitting in round holes. And you know what? Not all kids are round pegs. There's lots of square pegs and those square pegs just get their edges cut off, reshaped to try and fit them into these round holes. And I just couldn't be that, be in that system anymore. So I started, you know, this coaching business and I love this coaching business. And that's also been part of my personal development journey. And it's, it's allowed me to see what my strengths are and what I'm passionate about and what I love doing. This year I found it really, really hard. Or last year, I should say. We're in 2023 now, right? So in 2022, I found it really, really hard. I pivoted a little bit and got really clear on who um, my who I'm here to help. And in doing that, I felt like, well, now in reflection, I feel like I've kind of narrowed it down so much. While it's really helpful, it helps me talk about what I want to talk about specifically when it comes to people pleasing and you know I know people pleasers inside and out and what the habit is and why we why we turn into people pleasers or why we become people pleasers and what we can do to overcome that and come back to being self-led and confident within yourself for some reason my business has tanked in other words it's 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 kind of stalled I feel like I'm going nowhere and I did some reflection at the end of last year and while I didn't have a lot of clients throughout the year and didn't work with people as much as what I had done in the previous four years I did a lot of behind the scenes stuff so I've created some online courses and some resources I've written 
a book, which is a journal, a self-guided journal, and done lots of things like this, and been on a few podcasts, and have had lots of coaching as well along the way. And But my business has stalled. It really has, and I really have this sense at the moment of what am I doing? I'm living in a town that I feel like I've outgrown. I don't have some those really um, big networks of people anymore because my interests have changed. I'm not getting invited to social events anymore because my interests have changed. I'm finding it really hard to um, find things in this town to do. Look, it's a beautiful town and I'll, I'll do this, you know. I'll be down and about and I'm miserable about what's going on and then, you know, I'll reflect. You know, this town's a beautiful town. It's the most amazing coastal town. We've got the best beaches in the world. We're isolated so there's not a lot of people around. But that in itself makes it difficult for me because there's not a lot of like-minded people, people doing what I do. You know, I'm in the coaching industry. I'm working one-on-one with people Um, helping them online and so a business network of people just doesn't exist for me here. So I've been in masterminds for the past five years, business coaches who bring women together to help support them to grow their business and that's been amazing. I've made some beautiful friendships and met some incredible people along the way and some of them you will hear from them in this podcast because I am interviewing I've already interviewed a few and I'll be bringing some more in to share their wisdom with you to help you on your journey but it just feels lonely I feel lonely and I really feel isolated and I'm 800 plus kilometers away from the biggest city where my kids live and I can't just I can't just rock up, like I can't just get in the car and go because it takes all day to get there for starters. So it's a two day trip just driving there and back and that's tiring. And you know, the kids have got stuff on so I don't want to just lob on their doorstep. They don't mind, but I mind, you know, I don't want to just lob on their doorstep when I'm having a bad day. And, And coming back to this, I needed someone to talk to. I don't really have people who... I feel I can just talk to without getting, you know, all of that, oh, you'll be okay, you know, giving me lots of advice, give me, you know, the encouragement to keep going and things like that. That's not what I need. I just need to be able to talk it out, have someone listen, maybe reflect back, maybe ask me a couple of questions to help me clarify what I'm talking about and help me understand what I'm processing. And I don't have that, just don't have that. Maybe I just am not open to trusting people to allow them to be that for me. Or even maybe there are people here who I maybe I can teach them how to do that, perhaps. See, this is what's good about talking it out because I'm coming up with ideas. I'm coming up with ideas now of how I can find people to talk to other than just talking to myself on on the video which I'll turn into an audio for our podcast so you know yeah I went downtown today my usual day did a little bit of cleaning decided to go and get myself a coffee and um you know saw a couple of people who you know, for whatever reason, and I don't know what's going on in their life, they simply acknowledged that I was there without necessarily wanting to have a conversation. And 
I was like, mm, okay, you know, I just don't have anyone to talk to. And I came home, bought my coffee home and I cried. I just cried. And I've been a bit of a blubbering mess for probably a couple of hours now. So I've, you know, washed the dishes and done some meditating and written in my journal to really try and sort it out. And I just said to myself, I need someone to talk to. I really just need to talk it out and get it out of my system because I find talking really, really helps if it's someone who is just going to listen and you are the perfect audience because that's all you can do. You can only listen. Although sometimes I might ask for advice and, you know, no, I don't want any advice today, but what I would love to know is who do you talk to? What qualities do you find in a person or need in a person to be able to have that deep conversation? You know, I'm, I'm feeling pain, sadness, loss, loneliness, for no real reason, like there's no real reason why I should have that. Even though I've talked about I'm feeling, you know, isolated and I don't have, you know, close friendships or family who I can talk to. Look, they're, they're there. There are people here in the community, but I don't feel like I can talk to them. And so I feel a bit of a, a bit of a loneliness. And that's what I mean. Like they're there. There are people there. I just don't feel like talking to them. Uh, it might be a bit weird and a bit, you know, a bit selfish or a bit self-centered. But I, but I also know that if I talk about how I'm feeling, they'll want to know why. Why are you feeling this way? What have I done? Is, you know, and they would say that, like my husband would say that. Well, what have I done? How can I fix it? Well, he hasn't done anything wrong. I might have had some thoughts about him, you know, not cleaning up after himself in the kitchen or not helping me cook dinner or not inviting me on a date. You know, I might have thoughts about that. But at the end of the day, he hasn't actually done anything for me to feel the way I feel. I feel the way I feel because of me, because of some of those thoughts that I'm having and some of those um, situations that I'm experiencing, you know, like going downtown and feeling like, People were just looking straight through me and actually not seeing me. So I felt invisible. And I've kind of felt invisible for a while now. And I really struggle with that because I've got so much that I want to share and so much that I want to talk about. And I want to really get deep with people. You know, having these superficial conversations about the weather and the kids and the time of the day and how hot's your coffee. Like, I can't just don't have time for small talk I can't be bothered with it anymore maybe I'm getting a little less tolerant of things that um, things that are you know that things that are exciting or excite me I want to talk about exciting stuff I want to talk about how you're solving you know your people-pleasing problem or what you're doing to overcome the overwhelm that you feel you know we've just come out of Christmas time where Christmas, New Year, festive season where it's typically all, you know, bells and whistles and unicorns and fairies and everybody's having a wonderful time connecting with everyone and sharing the love, but not for everyone. Not everyone's feeling that way. Like I know for myself, I was overwhelmed by it. I was sad then too because Christmas was at home without the kids. The kids were off doing their thing. So 
I've made a pact that that's not going to happen again. If the kids are doing their Christmases with their partners or whatever, wherever they are, you know, we need to have a plan. We need to have a plan of what we're going to do for Christmas, whether that means we're having an orphan's Christmas and inviting friends to come over or whether we're going away on a nice, you know, exclusive holiday that's just about us for a change. Something. I need a plan because I'm not doing Christmas by myself again or just with my husband. Sorry, babe. Love you. But, man, that was shit, to be honest. That was shit. I did not enjoy that. So, you know... Talking it out helps me to come to some sort of conclusion or come to some uh, to some sort of clarity, basically. Helps me clarify what I can do. And, you know, so this morning after I got back and had my cry and wrote in my journal, I've come up with a few plans. I've come up with some ideas of what I can do to, you know, get out of my funk. I know I'm feeling sad I'm feeling lonely I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed overwhelmed by this whole house we live in a massive four by two house um, it was our dream home it's been our family home and we built it and raised our kids here and it's been amazing it's been so good for for us as a family but now that the kids have gone and they don't come home very often because they've got their lives in the city and I'm in one of the spare bedrooms and there's two other bedrooms made up for visitors we don't get visitors very often um we don't need all this space anymore and when i look around it i just feel overwhelmed it's big it's full of stuff the outside garden the shed is just a mess things are a mess and you know it's just overwhelming i feel uh, I just feel like there is so much to do. I don't even know where to start. And that makes me sad. I just want some simplicity. I just want some, I don't know, I just want some quiet, some calm, some ease. I don't want to have to get up in the morning and have to do 40 jobs just before I can sit down and do a bit of work. Of which I haven't done much because I've been busy cleaning and decluttering. And I hate doing that sort of stuff. But I don't know what else to do. I really don't know what else to do around here at the moment. Um, aside from going to the beach, but you know, the weather's poop today. It's raining and windy and it's not really nice beach weather. So I don't know. I'm feeling at a bit of a loss. I'm feeling a little bit sorry for myself. I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed by life in general. Um, I just want some ease and flow. I would really love to be able to create a beautiful um, some this business this business that I'm doing as a coach I would really love for it to be able to support me while I'm supporting you and at this point in time it's not doing that and so now I'm thinking is it even something that I want to keep doing I don't know that's another story that's coming up you know have I wasted five years try and build this business and do something really meaningful and worthwhile and so fulfilling but it's not fulfilling when I'm not helping people when I'm not face to face in front of humans and having those deep meaningful conversations so that's a whole nother question that's coming up and going around and while I'm on a bit of a rant um, about my personal development journey and how I'm feeling at the moment I just wanted to sort of Pop, uh, 
interject here and sort of say, if you're on a personal development journey, if you are seeking to find change in your life and um, be a different person, a better person or improve yourself, whatever journey you might be on in terms of personal development, while I'm being raw and truthful here, I want to say that it's not all unicorns and fairies and rainbows. The personal development journey is one that's like a roller coaster. That I have experienced in my 15 years. The ups and the downs, man, they can be really peaking where I am high vibe, excited and energized and inspired to create change and be be the very best version of myself and then there are other times like today where all I want to do is curl up in a ball and cry and you know what that's what life's all about that is life life is just a roller coaster let's be honest it really is a roller coaster and what I've noticed in the coaching industry with many coaches sharing how they can support you and help you to overcome whatever it is that their one big offer is, in, is that it's not all rainbows and unicorns. I'm sorry, it's not. Once that, like, we go on this healing process. And as we peel back another layer of the onion, we find ourselves in a really vulnerable state and challenged, you know, our whole being is challenged and we, we feel scared and we f doubt ourselves and we um, come up against resistance. Man, do we come up against resistance. And, and I think if we're going to be truthfully honest with one another, if you are dead serious about going through some personal change and becoming the best version of yourself or you know in in the case of the women that I work with um, giving up people pleasing I want to tell you it's not easy it's not an easy road to take it takes bravery it takes courage it takes <laughs> ice cream on the floor moments where you know you're in the pit of despair where the world just feels dark and heavy and gloomy you know this is real life this is what happens that stuff that you see on people's instagram feeds and in facebook feeds where everybody is just all happy and well and kicking goals and having the time of their life that's an edited version of your their lives absolute edited version and I think it's really important for us to recognize that what you see and when you look at someone like most people would look at me and think oh she's fine she's got her shit together she's happy-go-lucky girl she's pretty calm cool calm and collected well yeah the version I present to the world is it, in a sense I put on a mask when I go out to play but the real truth behind um, who I am and what I do is, is I'm not a happy-go-lucky girl all the time. I do sink to the depths of despair quite often and I have to pull myself out of it. And you will too. And you know what? It's okay. But what I do want to say is if that is you and you do want to change and you do want to... Be a better version of yourself. Please do 
go in with the realistic expectation that there will be tough times. Times are. It's not always going to be all rainbows and butterflies. I'm sorry. If you thought that's what was going to happen today, uh, I'm sorry to burst your bubble. It's just not possible. It is going to be a roller coaster. But I promise you, and this is where I've got to today, you know, I promise you that you can make peace with that and you can accept the ups and downs because we're human. We are humans and we're here to experience the whole range of life. The excitement, the joy, the pleasure, the inspiration, um, all of those, you know, happy vibes. And then we're also designed to experience the lows, the, the, the sadness, the grief, the, uh, the frustration, the anger, the worry, all of that. We're meant to, we're meant to experience all of it. But we don't ever stay in one place or the other all the time. And I'm thankful for the work that I have done to be able to acknowledge where I'm at. And at the moment, well, right now I'm actually feeling quite good. But, you know, a couple of hours ago I was not feeling good. And after a bit of rest and reflection and talking to you, it's helped lift the load a little bit. It's helped to... For me to see the perspective from which I am in at the moment and to see it from a different perspective and to know that there is a brighter side coming and maybe a darker side coming and maybe somewhere in between into neutrality, which would be lovely. I would like to feel a bit more neutral about whatever's going on in this mind, body and soul at the moment. And I think um, we can all do that. We can find the neutral space within the turmoil, within the chaos that reigns around us and find peace within that. Peace in knowing that it's not permanent. It will, it will change and it will be different. Different, who knows how, in what way, shape or form, but it will be different. It won't stay the same. But I'm rambling and I just wanted to sort of jump in here and just talk through some stuff. And I really appreciate you listening. If you've made it to the end of this um, little rant of mine, I don't know where I've gone and what I've come to and if I've come to any conclusions or even if I've helped you in any way, I'm not sure. I'd love to know if I have helped this, if this has been helpful. Um, it's certainly been helpful for me in the sense that I feel seen by myself I feel heard because I'm listening to myself and I feel acknowledged because I have acknowledged you know how I'm feeling right now I guess if I could leave you with anything is that emotions are normal all emotions are normal and some advice to myself is that while I feel a bit shit right now it's only a moment in time and all emotions are fleeting, like they come and go. I mean, literally, this morning I was bouncing around the house. I went off to the gym and I was excited and we danced and sang and laughed at the gym. And then within two hours I was crying. So, you know, our emotions come and go so quickly that um, I know this is not permanent. It's not a permanent state of affairs. I'm just having a bit of a downer and that's okay because it will pass. 
past, like nothing surer. In a few hours, maybe tomorrow, I don't know, I'll go and do something soon if the weather improves where I can get outside. I think I need to be outside. That certainly helps me. But yeah, I guess that's my takeaway for today. Having been able to talk about how I'm feeling, knowing that I'm okay and I will be okay, um, that it's okay for you to do that too, you know. Find someone who you trust. Find someone who is just a sounding board for you, who's not going to try and fix you, who's not going to tell you what you should do and what you shouldn't do, but will just listen and offer you a kind ear, a warm heart, and maybe an embrace if you're feeling a bit sad, a nice hug, whatever you need. Um, and if that's something that resonates for you and you just want to talk about something, I'm here for that. I would love to be that person that you feel comfortable enough with to talk to, to just get stuff off your chest, to, so that you feel seen, so that you feel heard, and whatever you're going through gets the acknowledgement that you need so that you can move through it a little more quickly than letting it just percolate in your system. Because I'll tell you a secret, it's, it's not fun letting it percolate in your system. Your mind comes up with all sorts of very crazy, unhelpful stories. I've had lots of them in the last few days as I've ridden this roller coaster waves of ups and downs. Um, the stories that are coming up are really not helpful and they're just not true. Like none of it's true, but... We hold on to them. Negative stuff sticks. It's like Teflon. Like if you have, um, you know, a Teflon pan, the good stuff slips off. You know, it's nice and slippery and nothing sticks to it. But the, you know, the bad stuff, it sticks like glue to Teflon. So, you know, if you need a bit of a, um, a pep up, a pep, pep up, you know, you need to talk to someone and you just don't know who to talk to without them, you know, feeling personally responsible for how you're feeling. Give me a buzz. Let's have a chat. Let me help you. Let me see you. Let me see you so you can figure out what you need to do because you know what you need to do. I know what I need to do. I need to get outside very shortly, so I'm going to do that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for holding space for me today. Um, I really, really do appreciate it, and I love you from the, all the way from the bottom of my heart. Having said that, I'm not quitting this business. I love what I do. I love helping people. And if I can help you, then please give me a call. All right. Love you lots. Chat soon. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the People Pleasers Anonymous podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the show and have been able to take away at least one tangible tip that you can apply to your life right away. But as always, I am curious. I would love to hear your thoughts on what resonated for you today. And if you have any questions or suggestions about today's topic, head over to my socials and leave me a comment. I'll leave my contact details in the show notes for you. Now, if you are really serious about recovering from people pleasing, please drop me a line. I offer a free half hour clarity call to help us decide if we make a good fit to work together. And I'd be glad to set one up for you. Now, don't forget, if you've been enjoying the podcast, please leave a rating and review it on your favorite podcast app. Tag me at Lisa Blackham Coaching in your Instagram stories 
and share away. Share this episode with anyone and everyone in your community who you think would benefit. Thanks for listening today and stay tuned for the next episode of the People Pleases Anonymous podcast with yours truly, Lisa Blackham. Thank <laughs> you.